0: Where your dreams season two episode seven
1: i think it's nice to kind of um, you know teach people and give away everything that you do know i think holding on to things that doesn't really doesn't really leave room for growth and the more you give away i think the more you have the ability to take in and learn and you know to keep your mind open and free so i think that's important
0: Hey, dreamers, you are listening to Wear Your Dreams, an amazingly inspiring podcast where we speak to the coolest girl millionaires, girl bosses, and fashion entrepreneurs. If you've ever dreamed of creating your own business, then this podcast will give you all the tips, advice, and inspiration to make it happen. Lego! Are you ready to make 2016 your best year yet? Visit bemigirl.com forward slash dream and sign up to receive the official WYD Dream Kit. We've created the coolest tools to help you make those 2016 goals happen. Lego. Hey guys, we are back. We've had a bit of a break, a season break, but we are here again with episode seven. Of season two, and I'm really, really excited for today's episode. As we are speaking to Aaliyah Al-Rafai. Love her name. So beautiful. She is a stylist and consultant and used to work for Harper's Bazaar in India. And she really speaks about her journey into fashion and how it was something that she always loved. And then of course she was given the opportunity to style. I won't give away too much because I do want you to listen to the episode. But what I do love about her story is that she was self-taught and it was really because of her passion that she was able to get into the industry and um, And I guess it just really, it really showed me that if there's something that you love enough and you're willing to learn, you're willing to kind of soak in all the information you need, that you can get there. And not only that, but you can be at the top of your game because, you know, Aaliyah is at the top of her game in terms of fashion in India. You know, if a brand wants to break into the country, they're going to her. And this is someone that didn't study fashion. so. It was really inspiring to hear her story. Um, So, yeah, let me know what you guys think. I want to ask you to do something different today. That If you love the episode, I'd love you to head over to bemigirl.com and comment on the show notes of this episode, which is episode number seven. So I'm going to go into the show again. And, yeah, hope you guys love it. Hey everyone, welcome to Wear Your Dreams. I'm Alice Luiton, founder of BEMI and today I have a very special guest. I'm talking to Aaliyah Rafai Aaliyah is a fashion stylist and consultant based in India. She started out working as a stylist on India's first mainstream Bollywood movie on the theme of fashion. Her skill and passion was instantly recognised because she was recruited straight out of the movie set to Harper's Bazaar India. She's worked some of amazing roles including chief stylist and jr fashion editor while simultaneously managing the mumbai office of the magazine a true girl boss alia's role has enabled her to work with international designers and talent as well as india's leading celebrities models and designers alia welcome to the show
1: Hi Alice thank you.
0: (laughs) Now I'm so glad that you're joining us today and I've said a very short intro about you so could you tell us a bit more about who you are and your background?
1: Um, well, I come from a multicultural background. I've been born and brought up uh, in Mumbai in India, but my father's Arab and my mom uh, is Indian. So it's quite an interesting, uh, interesting mix. And I, I kind of think of myself as a world uh, citizen. Of sorts, yeah. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Um, And so just to really delve right into your journey as a fashion stylist and consultant, what attracted you to kind of get into styling?
1: Um, Well, to be honest with you, since a very young age, I've been obsessed with fashion. I found I traveled a lot around the world ever since I was probably born. Um, And so I was exposed, uh, you know, to different cultures, uh, street style around the world. I I would notice things. um, And I somehow found myself inspired by everything. I would have a Vogue magazine at, um, you know, being like 10 or 12. And I would go through the magazine and and admire every single page. I remember being all of, I think, 14 and standing in a, a store window at Harrods and begging my my mom for a pair of Patrick Cox shoes. And she would look at me like I was this crazy <laughs> child. No, I can't get you those. You can't have that. <laughs> um, I think I was also I used to watch a lot of uh, John Galliano shows when, you know, he just came into Dior and I was really young and his couture shows, I would just watch them in such awe and uh, amazement. And I think that my journey with fashion started from a very young age, simply with an obsession yeah so tell
0: us a bit more about your journey into kind of working as a stylist so kind of how did that all
1: all happen well interestingly enough I've never studied fashion um as much as I love the subject I think a lot of what I learned was self-taught um again for me styling is something that comes innately uh, to you I I um I, I finished a, my master's degree in commerce and then went on to do an, another certificate course in international understanding with the UN Study Center here in India. And then I always, of course, love fashion. But then one day I decided, OK, I've studied enough. Uh, let me do something I love. And an opportunity came along. Um to be part of a Bollywood movie. And for me, this was something that was completely new genre. I, I away from everything I know and away from everything I've done. Mm. Um, I didn't have, I didn't have my father's support. Again, um, you know, he was somebody who was conservative. I came from an Arab family. He, you know, for him, fashion was something that was really just frivolous. Um, I found myself lying for an entire year while I worked uh, as an intern on on this movie project. Um, It was an amazing experience because the movie was all about the fashion industry. So I got to really work with the best models and photographers and designers. I was really exposed to everything, um, you know, with fashion in India. And there was a lot going on because that's really when it all just started Mm -hmm. um, around eight, nine years ago so that's how my journey really began um there were it was long hours hard work costume design is something that's really uh, interesting and um yes yeah, so I think I really learned a lot it was a solid grounding for me and and Bollywood of course is a almost a three billion dollar industry in yeah. India yeah, so it's huge it's wow, huge yeah that sounds
0: so fun so how did you kind of um transition to working for Harper's Bazaar how did that happen
1: this, this is a funny story. So right after I finished working on the movie was round about the time, I think, when The Devil West Prada came out. And I found myself sitting in a movie cinema watching this movie thinking, oh, my God, this is the ideal life. <laughs> this is what I want. And and believe it or not, like, uh, you know, Harper's was then just entering India. Um, yeah. It was a new market for them. They were just coming in and looking to put a team together. And I came recommended. Uh, so they approached me asking, you know, if I wanted to come in for an interview. And so I joined them as a fashion assistant, uh, slowly watched myself, like work the ladder up. Uh, I think I got the most amount of promotions anybody ever got at the magazine. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. And um, yeah, and an amazing experience.
0: Yeah. Tell us a bit more about it. What kind of things would you do whilst you worked there?
1: Um, everything. I can honestly <laughs> answer this question as everything from being a foot model to being, uh, you know, I don't know, like really a runner to being yeah, a no. fashion editor to being a stylist. I was really everything to handling administration in the office. Uh, I took on every role uh, that I could possibly imagine during my time at the magazine. Yeah.
0: And what would you say was kind of the most difficult part of your fashion career?
1: Um, Well, I think the most difficult part of my fashion career was was working in the magazine. I would say that because I think... Uh, again, you know, we're mostly an all-women's office, and every and there are a lot of issues that happen in a fashion office. If I have to be, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, correct and and admit, because you learn to deal with a lot of people's insecurities, you learn to deal. You learn to deal with, I think, people a lot, and that's the hardest part in fashion. It's extremely competitive. Uh, you know, you have to you have to be ahead of the game always uh, to kind of create a mark and make a name for yourself, and really, you know. Uh, to show what you have to show so I think that's something that for me uh, I found challenging working in the magazine every day was uh, you know a new challenge while my job was exciting and I loved it I also sometimes found myself tired and exhausted and and then somehow I'd find a way to bounce back purely for the love of uh, you know what I did Mm. so I think that's something that definitely you know was was the hardest part yeah yeah
0: and how long did you work at Harper's Bazaar
1: Almost for four years, almost four years. Okay, and then what
0: was kind of the next step for you once you'd done your four years there?
1: Well, the next step for me after Harper's, I decided to to branch out on my own. Mm. Um, one day I decided, OK, you know what, I need to do something different um, and I wanted to grow. So I decided to just quit Harper's. I had no plan, nothing in mind. I just, I just left, quit. And then the next day, surprisingly enough, it was really the next day that I was approached, uh, you know, by a magazine in China who were coming to India to do an editorial shoot. And they wanted to know if I'd come on board. And I was, uh, of course, this was an amazing opportunity for me. We shot, uh, Chanel did a pre-fall collection, I think, which was based um, on Bombay as a theme. So we actually did an editorial shoot for, for, for this Chinese magazine. And that was wow. really exciting. And that was my first uh, start after the magazine. I then put a team together. Um, I now have five girls who work with me and I have an amazing team. And, um, yeah, I slowly ended up doing a lot of advertising work, editorials, uh, fashion shows, so different, different uh, aspects of fashion. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's been amazing.
0: So how do you kind of find the transition from working for somebody else to now working for yourself? What's that journey been like?
1: Um, I think that journey has been interesting. I think it really helps you grow Mm -hmm. uh, a lot. You learn to take on a lot more responsibility. Uh, I also think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's helped me learn a lot, uh, being on being on my own. And it's also helped me get a certain amount of recognition, Mm -hmm. which has also been uh, amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And would you kind of, what kind of comments would you um, say once you kind of decided that, right, this is what I want to do. I now want to go out and branch off by myself. Was there any kind of apprehensions? Was there any fear? What was kind of going on through your mind when you kind of decided that?
1: Well, I was a little bit scared, but I think um, I, at first I was a little bit scared. But then I thought to myself, I mean, what's the worst that that, that can happen? Yeah. Uh, so I, and I think I was really I was overall quite positive. I'm a positive person. And, and I think things just you know worked out.
0: Mm, awesome. So take us through a typical day in the life of Aliyah now. What kind of things do you do from day to day?
1: Wow. I'm a bit of a breakfast enthusiast, I have to admit. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a famous quote that says, um, you know, that I feel that people who have time for breakfast really have their lives together. (laughs) So, I'm the one person who's up early morning preparing, like, these amazing breakfasts for myself, uh, listening to my jazz music in the morning. And that's really how my day starts. Um, it depends if it's a shoot day or if it's, a, you know, a prep day for a shoot. Mostly on shoot days, of course, I'm in the studio early and then it's an entire work day. But otherwise, it's a lot of sometimes meeting with the designers, sourcing things for shoots. So it's a lot of pick, pack, unpack, pick, pack, unpack, Yeah, that you know, life of a stylist so that's that's what a regular day looks like
0: (laughs) I love it and I I was sort of looking at your Instagram you know it's clear that people kind of love um following you and your kind of fashion creativity um so what do you think has been the one thing that you do really well that's made people interested in kind of what you're doing
1: um well I think I style a lot of Bollywood celebrities, but unlike um, a lot of other stylists who do style Bollywood celebrities, I think people don't just follow me for for the interest in, in the people I, uh, celebrities I style, but also in a way for my own personal style. Uh, I have a, I, ha- I like to keep things current and on trend and modern at the same time. So I think like my personal style is dynamic, uh, a little bit edgy and unique. And I think people really enjoy enjoy that. Mm,
0: awesome and now we're going to go into the style and color talk where I'm going to really talk about you know all things style um, uh-huh. so what would you say has influenced your style
1: oh wow uh, well I think a lot of inf- elements have influenced my style like I said earlier you know I traveled from a very young age um, I think different places whether it's people being dressed down in Berlin or uh, a recent trip in fact uh, to Scandinavia I re I was really inspired by minimalism as as a way of life it's incredible to just um, just to see I think different places and you you end up taking in a lot and I think that definitely has an influence uh, on on the way I dress
0: yeah and who would you say your fashion muse is
1: Wow. Um, <laughs> I love I love uh, Christina Santanara. She's the, um, the Vogue editor, fashion editor for Australia. Okay. And I really love her style. Yeah. And also maybe Karen Rotterfeld. But yeah, I think yeah. Christina Santanara is great. Yeah. Awesome.
0: And what is your favorite color and why? Oh, uh,
1: wow. Well, to be honest with you, I'm not a fashion loyalist of sorts <laughs> so I don't really I can't really say I have a favorite color it depends on the mood of the day I think I I it depends on my mood uh, how I wake up feeling in the morning
0: <laughs> okay so what's your favorite color today
1: <laughs> today my favorite color was all black <laughs> I think i <laughs> On, on, but it depends. It's interesting because on a shoot day, I've noticed I, I kind of have a work uniform and that really helps me creatively because on the days that I'm shooting, I somehow work off neutral colors like a black, a gray, a white, a navy. Um, I think it just helps me focus more on what, what I'm styling, mm. weirdly enough. I, I don't know, but on mostly I notice that on shoot days, it's not, I never really wear wear color when I'm yeah, shooting. That's yeah, that's interesting.
0: And this yeah. is kind of off script, but I know kind of earlier earlier on you said that you, um, you never studied fashion and you kind of were self-taught. So could right. you just speak a bit more about um, what that process was like, kind of teaching yourself styling? How did you go about kind of learning more about the industry?
1: Um, well, I think... styling is something that comes innately to you. I don't really think styling is something that can be taught in a textbook Mm. because, again, styling is something that really uh, you can't contrive it. it. It has to be something that definitely comes naturally to you. With respect to studying about fashion, purely for my love for fashion, I would read a lot of books. I would mm. be on blogs all the time. I'd spend hours on the internet just researching, you know, reading about different trends, reading about different designers, uh, things that influenced fashion. And I think I learned a lot uh, from that. Mm. And then, of course, once I started working in the industry, you you can really watch and learn. Every day is a new day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so... That was that was really how, you know, I went about uh, teaching myself. I think it's more just listening and watching people even in the industry as I was interning. Mm. Uh, I would always, you know, kind of just stand around and listen, listen and and listen. I think that's the most important when you're learning.
0: Exactly. Awesome. Um, And now we're going to go into my favourite one, which is called the dream talk round. So, Uh Aliyah, could you tell us a story of a time within your fashion journey when you literally felt like, wow, this is a dream come true. I'm literally living my dream. (laughs)
1: hello <laughs> There's been a few instances Where this has happened to Get. me uh, uh, Earlier on uh, When I was with Harpers Bazaar uh, Zara was just coming into India And I was invited to interview the CEO of Zara um, I spent I think a week or 10 days uh, with the Zara team in Spain visiting their headquarters this was an amazing experience for me because here I found myself right in the heart of where probably fashion's biggest uh, success story really began yeah um, it was incredible to get an insight on how the company worked on you know visiting their factory uh, actually being there and seeing how how this, their incredible business story. So I think that was an amazing experience uh, wow. for me. Yeah. Um, another moment, I think, was being really recognized for my personal style as a fashion influencer of sorts. Uh, H&M recently came to India, and uh, they chose to feature me on their Instagram page Um And for me, that was huge because I think it's a great, it was a great form of recognition for me, uh, for a brand like, uh, you know, H&M to recognize my personal style on a global level. Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow.
0: I love that. I've got to see those pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And what would you say your ultimate dream
1: is? Well, I think my ultimate dream would be to create a brand for myself. I think that was, uh, you know, that would be would last longer than maybe I would, and to be recognized for everything that I stand for. Um, I think that would be my ultimate dream.
0: Yeah, and would you do women's wear? What kind of brand do you see yourself doing?
1: well I think maybe something in the online space I'm not sure what yet but yeah I think that would be that would be interesting even if it were to have to to create an online magazine of sorts or to create yeah just like a mixed uh, space I'm not sure what yet
0: yeah and tell us a bit more about the the fashion industry in India what's it kind of like in terms of you know just as a as an industry um, I'd love to kind of hear more about that
1: well, the, I think the fashion industry in India is still, I wouldn't say at a nascent stage, but it's definitely growing. It's huge, yeah. as you know, our population and the numbers in India, it's, a, it's an incredible space to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many jobs in fashion and uh, there's a lot going on at the moment. I think, uh, again, um, India is being recognized on the global map, even, uh, you know, with fashion and with movies. And I think it's, it's really progressive uh, industry in India at the moment. Awesome
0: And um, so yeah tell us some exciting things that you're doing today. what really has you kind of feeling really awesome and energized today in relation to your career or you as an individual?
1: Uh, well, I love to evolve and grow as an individual. So I constantly like to take in new things and to study new things. I'd love to study trend forecasting. So this is something I'm excited about. Uh, I think it's really, it would be something interesting to, to know how, you know, you go about deriving the brand, deriving the trends. Uh, so that's something, and even still photography. So I look forward to studying a little bit this summer, hopefully. Oh, okay. um, other exciting things happening. I do a lot of advertising work. Okay. For for really advertising for everything from you know high street brands like Jack and Jones, whether it's beauty brands like a a Pantene, a, Vita, a Nivea, uh, f- to um, advertising for Pepsi and Seven Up. So it just depends with me. I do a, I I kind of like it's interesting to see how each campaign is received. Mm-hmm. So I think my advertising work. Um, it's kind of exciting. It changes every season again. Yeah, it's interesting to see what happens with that.
0: Amazing. And how did she start, kind of, get
1: into advertising? Then. Well, I uh, got into advertising post my work with the magazine. Um, mm. A lot of in India, because of Bollywood, a lot of celebrities, uh, Bollywood celebrities can sell. In India, Bollywood sells anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so there's. So by default of being a celebrity stylist and working with the celebrities, advertising was something I got into. And then it just, you know, I, I grew interested into the subject. And then that's how I got about working in advertising. Yeah. Oh, I love that.
0: <laughs> so much going on, Aliyah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Now I'm really excited about the next segment of Where Your Dreams because we are now going into the triple love round where I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you three questions about things you love and why. So the first question is a quote that you love.
1: A quote that I love. Okay. I believe that you should give away everything you know and more will come back to you. Uh, that's actually a quote by Paul Arden. Mm, okay. Paul
0: Arden. Yeah. And why do you love that quote?
1: I think, I think it's nice to kind of uh, you know teach people and give away everything that you do know. I think holding on to things that doesn't really doesn't really leave room for growth. And the more you give away, I think, the more you have the ability to take in and learn and you know to keep your mind open and free. So I think that's important. Mm,
0: amazing. And now, a book or blog you love
1: or magazine. Yeah. <laughs> um a blog i love i do love who what where yes of course i think it's amazing <laughs> so relatable and uh, you know there's just something for everyone on there i think every girl can really relate to that yeah. blog awesome. i love id magazine i think they're very progressive um mm. yeah. awesome
0: and now an inspirational woman you love
1: Gosh, wow! I would have to say my mom. I think she stood by me uh, through everything that I've done, taught me to, you know, follow my dreams, support me, given me a lot of strength. So I definitely would say my mom.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And guys, you will find all the show notes and info about Aliyah on our website at bemigirl.com. That's G B E M I com. And last but not least, Aliyah, what advice would you give to girls out there that are thinking about starting a career in fashion or just kind of transitioning into their dream career like you did?
1: Um, I would say definitely follow your dreams. Uh, definitely be two steps ahead of the game. Uh, you know, before your boss can ask you for something, you should have already done it. <laughs> I think that's when I think that's when you really know that you know you're gonna make it for yourself. So I think just just to follow really your dream and and not to give up. I think a great way to start is to really create a vision board for yourself. Um, you know, to really list. Put, put in all the elements there of where you really want to see yourself, whether it's the next two years or the next five years um, or the next 10 years for that matter. I think having a vision board r- visually really just helps you, helps you grow and helps you stay focused.
0: Yeah, love that. Um, and Aaliyah, let us know, how can we get in touch with you and find out a bit more about any projects you've got going
1: on? well you can visit my website aliaalrefai.com or else I'm always available on Instagram to to kind of see what I'm up to on an everyday basis
0: awesome and what's your um, Instagram handle
1: my Instagram handle is
0: aliaalrefai awesome and we'll have that all on our show notes page guys well that brings us to the end of the show Alia I've really enjoyed speaking to you and I hope you have too
1: thank you alice it was an absolute pleasure i had a really fun time chatting with you
0: amazing thanks so much ali and speak soon
1: are you ready to make 2016
0: your best year yet well visit bemugirl.com forward slash dream and sign up to receive the official wyd dream kit we've created the coolest tools to help you make those 2016 goals happen Lego. Dreamers, thank you for being with us today on Wear Your Dreams. You can find all the show notes as well as cool girl content on bemigirl.com. That's GBEMIGirl.com. We would love you to subscribe to the show. So please click subscribe now and give us a rating and review so that we can continue to inspire and push you girlies to fulfill your dream. Don't forget to follow our Facebook, Instagram and Twitter pages, all at Bemi Girls. But for now, girlies, remember, anything is possible. So wear your dreams.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.